Greetings, Raider Nation, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. This is the post-mortem for our game against the San Diego Chargers. Yes, I'm going to have to tell you right now, if you have children listening, I don't know if I'd have them listen to this because this is going to be somewhat explicit. So, because A, I just can't wait very long. I can't wait to do a podcast because usually I have to wait and let myself settle down, but... It is 9 o'clock in the morning after game day, and I am fucking flipped out, okay? I'm going to lay it out just like that. I am in fucking shock. Now, I'm sorry if I offend people, but that's just the way it is. The entire Raider Nation is just, first of all, last night, the depression could be felt like a, a wet blanket over the entire Coliseum. Second of all, you know that every Raider fan in the world has got to hear bullshit all day today about how the Raiders blow. And you know what? The Raiders do blow, okay? Uh, For several reasons, we're going to talk about that today. And you know what? I am pissed, and I'm going to tell you it's going to be a little negative slant on the show today. And you know what? So be it, got to tell it like it is, got to be real to be real. Okay, I'm not going to banter on anymore about that, but I had to get that off my chest right away. Welcome to show 95. I'm not very happy, as is the rest of the nation. So today's show, I'm going to go over some of the good things about this game, and I'm going to go over the bad things about this game. Uh, Also, today's show, we're going to talk about the Tom Walsh offense, here we freaking go again. That's one story. Um, we're going to do the comments forum, of course. Charger fans come in big. They hit my site. If you can read the uh, comments section, you'll see that they hit our site pretty hard, and you can give it to them too. We're officially the worst team in the NFL three seasons and counting. Got to throw that out to you, Raider Nation. Not trying to bum you out, just trying to give you the reality check. Um, But all is not lost. All is not so bad. Um, There are some positive things, and we'll talk about those as well, because we just have to. We have to talk about them. Okay, so let's get to it. But it seems like everything I do now, baby. Okay, Raider Nation, well, guess what? Here are some of the articles that I got to very early this morning. I don't think I have to read them. I'm just going to read their titles. The Silver and Blackout. The Silver and Black Heap of Crap. That's a good one. Let's see. New Low for Raiders, of course. Here's one. Porter laughs as Raiders sink. So I don't want to go any further into those because I could just go on because there's several more that are very much like that. Uh, There's one more I have to say too. It's right here. I have to say it. Opener looks all too familiar. Well, you know, (sighs) 
<laughs> you know you're getting enough hits. I'm not going to hit you anymore. But, you know, we got to console each other, Raider Nation. we got to console each other. And since I'm at the beginning of the podcast, let me just tell you the best things that happened. I'm going to tell you some great things that happened about this game. The best thing that happened was the Raider Nation. It was the people in the parking lot. It was the tailgate. It was the Raider Nation podcast tailgate. My wife, my wife kicked butt. My wife was so awesome, I can't even tell you. She made the tailgate what it was for everybody concerned. Thank you, Charmaine. You rock. Also, the tailgate was, I can just go over a list of just the best people that were there. I had... Harvey Robinson, Tyree Mills III, both guys that I worked with, Sean from the Raider Take, Raider Dan from Oregon. We had Matt and Mike from New York City, the ticket winners for the home opener. Uh, I know they were not happy with the game, as was no one in the entire doggone world, but these two guys had a great time. I hope they comment on it. We had fun anyway. I had a good time with them. Uh, Real fun, real good fans. But uh, like I said, it was the Raider Nation. My daughter's 11th birthday, Haley, she was 11. We celebrated her birthday there. She wanted to go to a Raider game. Now, how proud could you be as a parent, especially if you're a fanatical Raider fan, that your little one wants to go to a Raider game for her birthday, 11 years old. So she had a ball. The fans were on fire. I will tell you this, the fans came. The fans came out big. We had two cats from Oklahoma that listened to the Raider Nation podcast that just dropped in because they saw our banner. You know what? I dig it. And I'll tell you what, that's the coolest thing about the Raiders are the fans. Especially now, we got to lean on each other big time. But I'll tell you, this tailgate was a kick in the ass. We had a great time. And I want to thank everyone for coming by. I want to thank everybody for coming and sitting down and partaking and just talking about the team and life and everything else that's going on in the, in the Raider organization. Had a lot of great conversations. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little hoarse today because I was screaming last night and I'll go from the tailgate into the stories of the day. I'll tell you the 12th man showed up last night. They showed up huge. And if the media didn't give it any justice, the Raider nation was on fire. The nation was screaming. The decibels, when you hear that extra ringing in your ear, when you feel your inner ear hitting the vibe, you know that there's some serious sound out there, and the Raider Nation came on with it. From the parking lot to the seats, from the stands in the below to the stands in the black hole, to the stands on the third deck to Mount Davis, everybody was screaming their ass off. It was a, one of the very good things to see. Uh, it was good to see early, but you know what? We did our part, I will tell you that. And I will tell you that that was the best part of the game last night, was the tailgate and seeing good friends, having some beers, and some birthday cake. And I want to thank everyone for showing up, because I had a damn good time. You know, I had a damn good time, and I want to thank you guys. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, (laughs) 
I just don't want to start. I don't know where to start. Oh, crap. I hate doing these podcasts when we get thumped like this. What do you say? We laid an egg, man. Big, fat, ugly ass zero. While Jerry Porter sits in his gray sweats with his hat cocked to the one side like a punk ass punk bitch, excuse me, and laughs as we're getting pummeled. Uh, the whole game, I just wanted to, you know, for the first time as a fan ever in my life, I wish I had a battery. That And to throw at one of our own team guys. That's how crazy Porter was. I, You know what? It was so dismal, and it was just that little extra kick in the teeth from Jerry Porter that just sent me over the edge. I don't give a shit if this guy is a star anywhere. We got to get his funky bullshit biatch ass out of Oakland because I, I as a fan you know I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna write an email and I encourage every doggone fan out there to hit your computer and get on there and tell Amy Trask get rid of this cancer yesterday because that's bullshit okay and I'm just telling it like it is I'm pissed I mean you know what I don't know about anybody else. I know there's a lot of guys out there saying, hold on, it's the first game. You know, we got 15 more to go. And I agree with that, you know, and I'm all into that too. You know, you got to have that hope. Shit, man, I'm a Raider fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm right with you. We got another chance next game, no matter what anybody says, just like this game. A lot of people said, oh, the Raiders won't do. You know what? You don't listen to that, just like we're going to not listen to it the next game. Because we got hope. <clears throat> albeit so thin, but we have hope. So having hope is being a Raider fan. I'm, go- I'm going on. My wife would tell me to be quiet right now, but I got to let it out. I got to let it out. Okay, here we go. Let's get to the post game of the Oakland Raiders at home. Home opener versus the arch rivals from the AFC West, San Diego, chargeless. Well, they had more charge than we did. Damian Tomlinson ran 41 times for an ugly amount of yards. I'm not even going to mention out of my mouth. Phillip Rivers threw for 6 for 8 for 123 yards, I believe, and a touchdown. <clears throat> we never came close to him. We never came close to knowing him. I think we might have knocked him down one time. He had a little dirt on his left knee. I think that was was it. While, of course, Aaron Brooks was covered in grass stains and dirt stains from head to toe. It looked like he'd been, he'd been in a fight in a junkyard, and that's exactly what it was. Okay, I just want to say this. <clears throat> this game was lost 75% out of the coaching and 25% of the players. That's the way I'm going to lay it. That's what I'm going to put down. The players had 25% responsibility for this loss. And the one coach that I will tell you right now that has 75%, Tom, mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, Walsh. I was going to save this story for 
you know, I was going to have two stories and have a story about the Raiders laying egg and then the Tom Walsh offense, but I can't separate the two. I have to blend them together because they are all one issue. This offense is Al Davis's offense. This offense is the seven-step, wait for the guy 10 minutes to get down the field and get the ball to them. This is not a dunk and dip offense. This is not a throw to the uh, halfback or fullback or running back uh, in a screen play. This is not across the middle. This is all about running the ball up the middle, four yards at five yards at a time, and then hitting the long ball for the touchdown. I guess we see with the play personnel we have that it's not about what Tom Walsh wants to call. It's about what our players can do. Okay? It's not about the scheme. It's about the players. You cannot have a scheme for a guy that can't block to block his ass off for four quarters of football. You cannot have a scheme for a tight end that can't catch a ball to get three tries at it and not give it another shot the rest of the game because one guy can't catch a flicking ball and drops two fucking passes. The offensive coordinator in this game screwed us in the ass. Tom Walsh, you know what? I'm coming out now because I can't, I'm not going to hold it back. I'm not going to hold it back. Is an idiot. He was better at flipping flapjacks. He should go back to flipping flapjacks and go back to being a mayor of Brokeback, Idaho. Because Tom Walsh can't call a game to save his ass. I know I said during the preseason he had he did call some good games. Where the hell is that shit now? What the hell's going on? Who called those games? Put that son of a bitch in that spot. Tom Walsh, this is Tom Walsh. Tom Walsh is the second and 18, and we run the ball up the middle. Tom Walsh is second and 13, we run the ball. Tom Walsh is second and and 22, and we run the frickin' ball up the middle of the field. Our offense was shit because the guy calling the plays is shit. It's not the players. It's not Aaron Brooks. It's it's not Gallery. Everybody wants a cap on him. Yes, he's not that great. He's not the best offensive lineman in the world, but... He should be on the right side again because he's not working on the left. At least he, on the right side, he did some good last season. But now he's on the left side. He's still doing shitty. He's a bust. Let's just call it what it is. But you cannot use plays when you have a guy like him that can't block and we're doing a seven-step drop. And then not change. Not understand that in this league you have to be changed. You gotta have a, a mobile profile. You got to change or be eaten alive like we were on Monday night. The change here is throwing to the running backs, the fullbacks, short passes. Pull those linebackers away from the line. Aaron Brooks, they were rushing 
and they were they were blitzing every down because we had no short game. They didn't have to sit back. There was no slant passes. We had no four four wide out packages. It was the same shit that Tom Walsh bought the last shitty time he was here, and he sucked then, and he really sucks again now. His bullshit about go back to the Raiders site right now. All you fans, get on that Raider side and you listen to his bullshit speech about, you know, it's like chicken. Everything's like chicken. Football's like chicken. You just have to change the spices. It's all chicken. You know, I got a chicken for you, Tom. I got a chicken right here I'd like to choke right in your throat. Tom Walsh will take this team down and he'll take Archdell down, which I like. But Tom Walsh is going to take him down again. Tom... Archell has hooked his wagon to a loser who is sinking quick, and he should cut that shit and kick his ass out of there, move him to the office, make him the janitor, get him the hell out of any decision-making on that offense. Because I'll tell you right now, he will screw us the rest of the season to a three-win record if we let him continue to go like this. San Diego is a good team. That's not, You know what? That's no bullshit. San Diego is a good team. They got probably the best defense this year in the NFL. So let's not get too depressed about all this beating that we took because the beating we took was from probably the best defense in the NFL, bar none. So Raider fan, don't think that we suck that bad because this team, as far as their defense goes, are number one, first, best. So their front four are, or their front three, because they work a 3-4 defense, are quick, they are nasty, and they worked us over as they will everybody else. So we're not alone. But I will say there's a remedy for those things. There's a remedy for what their defense does to you and what it is. It's the short game. you got to change your game to the short game when they're playing you so tight. I can't say it enough freaking times. But just the fact that they threw the ball four times to the tight ends and three of them, two were dropped, one was far off the mark, and he caught one pass, I think. Maybe he caught two. Randy Moss caught one. Uh, it was, uh, You know what? It's not even worth mentioning our offense production because there was none. You might as well just say it was a big fat zero just like the score because we blew last night. Now, the defense at first had trouble, man. They had a lot of trouble with LaDamian Tomlinson. There were some, you know, there's the Marty Ball trick plays shit that went in there the first quarter. There was a little confusion, but we made adjustments. Rob Ryan did a good job of adjusting his defense and putting more people in the box and shutting down the run. And they did, once again, like they did last year, give the offense an opportunity to come up and make a, a score. But Tom Walsh could not call a game to save his ass. And that's the truth. Nine sacks. How many freaking sacks does it take for you to figure out you have to change your game plan and make it harder for those guys to take an inside lane on you? How many times do you have to see your quarterback, you know, get pummeled and beat to death Aaron Brooks like he'd been in a fight with 10 guys? He was covered in grass stains and dirt. I was ashamed. I was sad for him. Believe that shit? 
I was sad for our quarterback that our offensive coordinator and the guy next to me was going, Aaron Brooks sucks. I said, hey, f- you know, hey, fuck you, man. It's not the quarterback. It's that fucking stupid-ass play calling. And by the end of the first quarter, he was going, yeah, look at that, man. They can't change. Look, they got to throw the ball shorter, man. I'm going, yeah, man. You're exactly right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Absolutely unacceptable game. We have a problem, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not a running back. It's not even though, you know, he doesn't take the lane. I'm telling you right now, Justin Fargus should be number one. He at least gets through the line of scrimmage to a gain where with Lamont Jordan, he's too slow to the hole, and he always takes that stupid stutter step. I've been talking about it since he came here. Every time he takes a stutter step, he gets pummeled in the backfield for a loss. Every time. We got to give Fargus a chance. Now, here's the other issue that happened. They put Walter in the fourth quarter. It was 20 to 0, I think, when he took over. Now, I'm I'm, you know, I've been touting Walter the whole time. I want Walter to have an opportunity to play. But I don't want Walter to have an opportunity to play under this offensive coach or this offensive line. It is a waste of talent. We will hurt this kid, and it will be over before it starts. And I'll tell you another thing. Aaron Brooks is not the problem. And the fact that they made him look bad on national TV, I mean, look at the pictures, man. Aaron Brooks is our quarterback. I don't, you know, you guys can give me all the all the shit you want about how shitty he is. He's a good quarterback, man. That's bullshit. Give that guy some time, and he will make things happen. Give him an opportunity to throw the ball to people that he can see, like people coming over the middle and people coming out of the backfield. So he has somewhere to go with the ball. So he's not always just holding on to the rock with nowhere to go, which is what happened the entire freaking game I'll tell you and he will produce don't give me this bullshit about how Aaron Brooks is not a good quarterback I ain't freaking buying it I'm not buying it he you know he's not the best quarterback give this guy an opportunity Walter was no better for the same goddamn reason he was no better because he had nowhere else to get the ball off to when he's running for his life, he has to look downfield to another county because that's where his receivers are. Nobody's close. There's nobody he can dump it off to to get a three- or four-yard gain. That's bullshit. Tom Walsh, you suck, and that's our problem right there. Our problem is Tom Walsh. He sucks. End of story. So let's reflect on this game one more time before I get too much more into it. Because I'm already into it too much anyway. We did play the best defense in the NFL. I think AFC, NFC, either way. I think the San Diego Chargers do have the best defense. Sean Merriman is going to be Defensive Player of the Year, without a doubt. You watch, mark my words. And um, they'll have the best defense. And you know what? 
<laughs> that's what we played against. So it shouldn't be too bad. Hopefully, going into Baltimore, they have a pretty good defense too. But you know what? <sighs> San Diego Chargers are a good, good football team. They proved it last night because they kicked our ass. And I'll tell you this. We didn't put up anything. We didn't show shit. It's not an excuse for our loss. It's just the reality of who they are. They are not the Lions, and they are not the 49ers. Uh, so they're one of the contenders, I have to tell you. But now we got to move on. We got to move onward and upward. We got another team coming up. We got the Ravens coming up away. Let's hope that there are some changes. Let's hope that they see on film what the problem is and do not put it on the players and put it where it needs to be. Let us hope the front office of the Raiders sees that this is panic, frickin' panic time, and things have got to be changed and moved. Somebody upstairs has to make a fucking decision and do some fucking house cleaning there. And I don't mean waiting until, you know, December. Uh, that's a little late for that shit. We need to clean house somewhere. We got some issues. And if they got to dump the whole show and start over, so be it. As a fan, I'm all for it. When a company doesn't run right, you look to the top down and see what has to be changed. And a lot of times it's from the top down, not the bottom up. Things got to be moved around. <clears throat> okay, so let's... Let's go to this comments forum. You know what? I'm going to go to the Raider take first and just put things in perspective for the Raider Nation and Charger fan who might be listening and looking for some humor and might be laughing. Not that they would listen to the Raider Nation podcast, but if there's one out there like Charger Ray, listen to this Charger Ray because this is something that Sean from the Raider take. Thanks again for being at the tailgate, brother. It was good to see you. <clears throat> has to say on his blog. This is a quote from a Chargers fan on our site. Raiders suck. Wow, so original. Your weak team will lose by no less than 17 points on Monday. Thank you. Come again. Maybe the next decade you can catch up to the Chargers. <clears throat> this is what this Charger fan had to say. And this is the reply from Sean of the Raider Tech. All I can say is that in this decade, the 2000s, the Raiders have been to two AFC championships and one Super Bowl, while the Chargers have been to no AFC championships and no Super Bowls. Oh, wow. Maybe we should catch up to the Chargers. I think not. The Chargers started off this decade by going 1 and 15, followed by 5 and 11, followed by 8 and 8, followed by 4 and 12. They won the AFC West once in this decade, and after which they promptly lost to the Jets in a wild card playoff game. Meanwhile, the Raiders have won the AFC West 3 times in this decade and have won 4 playoff games. But Chargers fan, in his infinite wisdom, hallucinates with an alternate reality in which the Chargers have dominated the AFC West and have actually earned bragging rights without having won a single playoff game in this decade. So there you go, Charger fan. I know we got punk last night. You have all the right in the world to 
to go on about how we did lose, and we did lose big. But don't go too far, because <laughs> you don't have far to go. There's not much there. So, let's get to the comments section. Randy is screaming out, no, especially when I'm pissed. I read too fast. Okay, here we go. This comes from CNY Raider fan. Almost time. As I'm sitting here waiting to get on my plane at 6 in the morning, all I can think of is that I'm thankful and just plain lucky that I get to watch the home opener in Oakland. I'm so pumped for the game. I just hope jet lag doesn't kick my ass. Thanks again for the opportunity. Well, you're very welcome. You guys were awesome. You're great to see. It was good to see people from all the way from New York coming to a Raider game. I'm sorry we uh, the team abysmally let everyone down. But you know what? Like I said, tailgate was good. Tailgate was good. I hope you had a good time. Uh, we took those guys all over the place. That was very, very fun. <clears throat> and Raider Neil Billy Boy, I'm so sorry, man. I did not get to connect with you. There are people coming from every direction. Um, we will hook up. We need to hook up. I know that you're bummed out. You are passionate as hell. You are passionate about this goddog team. And, man, I'm telling you right now, I know what you're thinking. And what you're thinking, I'd love to hear it because you're funny as hell. I'd love to get that on this thing. And, Neil Billy, check out the site. Cause they, and everybody, we got this, this new thing on the site um, where you can record your voice. It's up on the front left-hand part of the page. It's called My Chingo, which sounds kind of nasty. Like, uh, hey, can you itch my chingo? I wouldn't let anybody do that, really. But... My Chingo audio comment system. It's very, very cool. It says shout out to the nation. Just click on, click to record. It'll give you, ask you a couple questions and get on there. And if you have a microphone on your computer, you can get on it and talk about it right here. So let all your frustrations out right here on my Chingo. But don't touch it, okay? Don't touch my Chingo. I'm just teasing. But check it out. I want you guys to get in there. I want Nil Billy Boy to get in there for sure because, uh, because you got to. You know what I'm saying? You just got to. So here Nil Billy Boy comes in. This season is off to a glorious start. KC and Denver lose, and Trent Green gets rolled off the field in a stretcher. I could have dreamt a better scenario. Niners are down two touchdowns. Hell yeah! I'm ready for some football. Raiders 1-0. Rest of the AFC West 0-1. Not to have happened, man. I was hoping the same thing as was the rest of the nation. Peter Gabriel hurt in New England. Yes, Peter Gabriel did get hurt. Doug, Peter Gabriel, this is uh, Robert Moorhead of Tokai, Japan, outpost of the Raider Nation. Doug, Peter Gabriel is really out with an injury in New England. No shocking the monkey in, in Tucktown. Okay, did we trade Gabriel because he had some kind of hidden injury that Patsies didn't pick up in their physical? It seems odd that he didn't get hurt the first week of practice and missed the first game. Did Gabriel even play a preseason game for New England? No, he didn't. The cock is taking the real start of the season. When the Raiders bust the bolts with no nuts, I wish I was there, but I'll put on my Raider gear and be fired up at the barbecue for, to watch the game on Wednesday night, Japan time. It's nation time. Well, man, watch the game. 
Even though it blew, I just want you to watch the game because it sucked, and I want you to watch it so you can put your opinion out here and let the rest of the nation know what you think about the Tom Walsh syndrome because <clears throat> I'm putting this on Tom, mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, Walsh. New York Tommy Raider finally, the season's finest year, the last game of the week. I can feel 1-0, the first in the West. No, not this morning, my brother. Raider 1138 at the game, sitting here at podcast tailgate. So unbelievable. Thanks, Raider Greg and the rest of the podcast team. See, Raider 1138 was there, okay? <laughs> and he was sitting there. And having tailgate with us. We had a lot of fun, man. Best part of the game, I'll tell you that right now. Casper the Friendly Ghost, pathetic. Let me say it again, pathetic. I'm sitting here watching the game, and the offense line is pathetic. Brooks can't even throw the deep ball because he doesn't have time to take a three-step drop. They are getting decent field position. They seem to get a good pass off for a second down, and then it's sack time, putting them out of position and uh to get points on the board. Come on, O-line. He was watching the game at the time. Never happened. Uh, I agree with you. We had great field position. Hey, special team was great. But you know what? That doesn't make a team. Makes a part, big part of a team. But without the, the offense, defense played good, man. Defense played pretty good, too. Even though it looks like we got thumped, they held, they held their, their ground. Rob Ryan made some great adjustments. But the offense just had no fucking sack. Mason writes, Chargers game. It's the fourth quarter. We're down 20 to zero. Offense is an absolute joke. I'm embarrassed to go to work tomorrow. <clears throat> We're in for a long, long season. Tom Walsh is a joke. The announcers can stop ripping his play call. I am sick of seeing the, this fag Schottenheimer kick our ass. Yep, <clears throat> Mason. I am so with you, my brother. So with you, and so am I, and everything you said in that. I pretty much said this whole podcast. Let's move on. Okay, C.V. Bowler, it says, The Raiders are the saddest team I've ever seen. Six weeks of training camp was a complete waste of time. Everyone but Leckler should just be taken out back and shot in the head or at least giving jobs, bagging groceries. Today, I am sad to be a Raider fan. What can I say? What can I say? The Boogie Monster. Boy, do we suck. We must have the worst offensive line in the league. Yes, we do. And even worse than the Texans. Yes, we do. Robert Gallery is really on the verge of being a bust. Yes, he is. I know it's only the first game, but if it continues the rate, we might as well be prepared for the number one draft pick. I'm so frustrated right now, I can't even think straight. We can't be this bad, can we? Yes, we are. Robert Gallery, three penalties. Yes. Three false starts, 30 yards. Thank you so much, RG. Adam the Rookie, the B&B &B offense. Well, Greg, I think you called it. Tom Walsh made a complete ass of himself on national TV with his five and seven steps drops. Even the announcers knew what adjustments had to be made at halftime, but somehow he didn't get it. WTF, what the fuck? I'll tell you because this is my explicit podcast. <clears throat> and what was it with Walter coming in? I don't know, man. I'd love to see him play, especially if we're going to struggle anyway. But the problem was not Brooks. It was the play calling. 
We're just not trying to save Brooks. We're just trying to save Brooks from injury. Man, am I pissed. You're right, Adam, the rookie, man. You're totally right. It is Wal it is not Walter. It is not Brooks. It is Tom. I used to flip flapjacks in Idaho Walsh. He is a loser, and he's going to lose this season for us. Colorado Chris, keep it up. My positive thoughts in this game, seeing Raider Nation in full effect. Mine too, man. Nothing better than National Broadcasting Night with a full house. As for the positive, defense tried to keep us close. It sure did. As for these Charger fans talking shit, it's all about the history of our franchises. Yeah, great win, but we're in the big one at least once. Better keep LT healthy or else you'll have a 49er record. That's pretty funny. I agree. <clears throat> he also, Colorado Chris, thanks, man. You got some positives coming in here. Raiders 46. This is a new one. This just came in right now. Here we go. What's the deal? And this are reactions. What's the deal with a deep drop? What are our offensive tackles doing? Were we that outmatched on the O-line? No, we weren't. Was anybody on the defense watching the guy we knew was going to get the ball? Well, they were trying to, and they should have put eight in the box early in the first quarter, and it didn't happen until the second half. And that's what I'm saying about um, Rob Ryan. A little too slow to react. <clears throat> Observations. Three letters. What the fuck? WTF. Most of the times Brooks was up right into the defensive guys. With a five-step proc, the D guys were out the, way out of their way. You just have to worry about what's up front. That's right. By the time the linemen blocked the outside rushers away to the rear, the QB was right there. Yep, because <clears throat> he, he stopped all right back into him. And speaking of that, up front was a mess too. On half the sacks, Brooks got dragged down from behind and is in the backfield. The other half uh, were jailbreaks up the middle that he got swarmed over. Sean Merriman, a Maryland guy, <clears throat> was in the backfield most every play. Lamont, Maryland guy too, showed good running but had no run support blocking up front. Now, he could have been faster to the hole. There were holes there. <clears throat> he did block well for the pass. He tried to. I'll go on. Leckler was good. He was a monster. He did pretty good. Kick returning was great. Carr was excellent. I hope we don't lose him. Play calling sucked. Defense, secondary, earned their money for sure. Merriman and Tomlinson are beasts and needed to be stopped. Clearly, we weren't. I'll be honest. We got no right to do the bolts with no nuts talking until we can put up a better offensive showing. That's right. I'm on the East Coast, and I didn't stay awake long enough to see the defense tack tackling breakdown. And, well, it was defensive line, 20%, linebackers, 20%, defensive back, 70%. Rob, how about a little 46 defense? I agree. As they say in the mountains, it was a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. A disheartening loss not only to a division rival, but because it doesn't bode well for our team. We can't store points. And it's all, it's not only one thing that's broke. Raider 46, I agree. Well, Raider Nation, I got to tell you, you know what? Check out the site. We got a new winner. 
Got a new winner for the Kansas City Chiefs game, which I hope we could win. Derek Shea, the boogie monster. He's coming from Grayson, Georgia, man. You're coming, Derek. You're coming to the game. You're going to come down. We're going to get through the Raider Nation. We're going to have some fun. We're going to get pumped up for next game. Our next game, October 1st, against the Cleveland Browns. Hoo, 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 hoo. Dog pound. So, I will say this. I will see you then. We will have a pregame, of course, for the Baltimore Ravens, which is coming up our next game next week. And then we will all have to sit back and watch and see what happens. Because, Raider Nation, we are a work in progress. This is for sure. And if you don't believe it, look at the score from Monday night. I hope I didn't depress anybody too much, but that's just the reality of life as a Raider fan. I'm Raider Greg. 